Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's go live to the benchmark. Tony Clark, Premiership winning coach. Good morning, mate. Welcome back to the show. Good morning, boys. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, TC, where do you want to start? Thursday night, footy Broncos v. the Eels, 36-14. Sea Eagles go down last night to the Dragons, 20-6. A crucial game for both clubs. And then the Roosters put on a clinic last night against the Knights. And let's not forget the Roosters without some troops, 42-12. Yeah, certainly three uh, very interesting games. Seven and all, uh, all games, uh, as they will in the next few weeks, have a... Uh, you know, major impact on the on the makeup of the top eight. Um, you know, for uh, the semi final series. So yeah, I, I I just can't get a read on Parramatta at the moment. They're, uh, they're, they're just inconsistent. You know, with their with their discipline and uh, uh, yeah, full credit to the Broncos. Though I mean, it's, it's a great job uh, Kevin Walters has done up there, and uh, and and they're, and they're certainly playing some good footy. But uh, yeah, there'd be a little bit of soul searching um, with the Eels uh, this weekend. Great performance! Yeah. What a turnaround by, by But as as Michael as Michael alluded to, with I was at the game last week, had the uh, headset on listening to uh, the SEN broadcast, which was terrific. And um, the the thing, you know, what was it? Twenty all, uh, you know, versus what with twenty to go, you know. So so the the the, the, uh, um, the dragons um, have, have certainly um, you know are a chance of the eight, I'd imagine, but. Um, Alluding to that is uh, is the, the form of Ben Hunt, isn't it? Like a oh. have to be favourite other than Tedesco, I'd imagine Michael. You know, to to, to be a Dalian winner. You know, what Ben Hunt did last week in that first half was just amazing. Like he scored a try, then on the back of that, kicks a forty twenty, just changed the whole momentum for the Dragons, and he just dominated that first half. Uh, unfortunately, for me, he's just a he's a lone soldier at the moment. He's just. If, it's, if he's not lifted, and he scored two tries last night, if he's not doing his bit, then the Dragons have really got, you know, very little on the back of that, which is a real shame. But, um, you know, back to Parramatta, I thought their effort, um, and I saw some of the comments afterwards that they were gallant and all these things. I, I'm, for me, you can see six tries. Um, I'm not sure that's very gallant in, in my eyes. And um, I know they had opportunities and, and what have you, but I just look and I just think, you know, they're at home. And, you know, they should be a lot stronger there. And against the Broncos side, who I believe over the last three years have continued to grow as a side and have these young players who have got 50 games under their belt now. They've got that experience, but they've been rudderless for the last three years. Now they've got a halfback who is directing them around the park, giving them the uh, direction they need, giving them uh, that support and that structure. And they are thriving at the moment. And for me, Clark, it's, it's such a, a big change for this Broncos side to have someone like Adam Reynolds who's got that ability to steer them where they need to go. Oh, exactly, Michael. You've hit the nail on the head. The, the, the difference that he's made is, is, is quite incredible. And, again, exactly what you said then too, with, with those young players now, you know, getting the 50, 60, 70 games of NRL, you know, they're, they're, they're in for a good time, the, the, the Broncos, they're, they're over, mm. the, over the next few years. You know, they're, 
because um, I think your average age is, you know, take, take Reynolds out. I think it's, what, around 24, 25, Mark. So, yeah. um, you know, there, there, there's some good times ahead for the Bronx. And, and, and it's good for, as I say, I said it earlier in the season, it's good for rugby league that, you know, they're, they're, they're back to, to where they should be. TC, going into the news, I mentioned about a couple of players from the Roosters. Let's start with Luke Keary being back. I mean, that's massive in their charge to September. Oh, definitely. It's great to see him back too after an extended period. Devo and uh, yeah, he he just you know adds so much value to uh, to the um, to the Roosters team, and um, yeah, it was great to see him come back. And I, I know you were talking about the wingers, but they were they were just simply outstanding last night. How good is Joseph Sawali going to be? Oh, he's, he is outstanding. And Clay, you know what is interesting? You know, Manu, you know, he can jump into fullback. He can jump into five eight. But for me, he's the best centre in the game as well. So you've got Kiri coming back. Suddenly you've got to place Manu back in the centres. That's not a bad position to be in for the Roosters. And, you know, we're talking off here, uh, Burko and I, talking about the fact that they are a big chance of getting on a run. And you know what I found interesting is when you look at a lot of the top teams, they're playing against each other. So the permutations of this top eight and what that's going to look like over the next six weeks... It's going to be very interesting. And, you know, there's probably games where most teams will... You could probably tick off on one or two games. But there's plenty of 50-50s. And that's going to be the biggest challenge for this. And, and consistency is going to be so important as we get to the uh, semi-finals, Clarkie. Oh, definitely, Michael. And I think, you know, you've, you've probably got Panthers, Cowboys, Sharks are probably locked in top three. You know, they're, uh, they're, they're a couple of points. Broncos, forward. But have a look at the, you know, just as the latter stands at the moment. You've got four, three, three or six, Rabbitohs, seven, Roosters, eight. You know, like, yeah. this will be a year. Steve and I spoke about it yesterday. I, I, I believe, Michael, this will be a year where, where the, a, 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 bottom, a bottom four team will, will really make it, you know, go very deep into the final two years. Yeah, I hope so. I'd love to see someone upset the apple cart. TC, it's Fox Sports Retro Round. Before we talk about a couple of blockbusters, so Panthers v Sharks this afternoon at 5.30. Tonight, Rabbitohs up against the Storm. And Rabbitohs, I should say, only just got over the top of the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs last weekend. But uh, before we get to that, let's talk retro round. Who are some of your favourite players from yesteryear? <laughs> oh, oh, probably. Coming to like, I, I have to go back to the 80s. Of, uh, you know, the, the, the Peter Sterling, Jimmy Cronin was my favourite um, you know, it's great to see Benny Elias, Steve Roach. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it's great the way they celebrate, um, you know, that, that era of footy. So, right? Yeah, what about you, Guru? What about your favourite players from days gone yeah. by, from a bygone era? From a bygone era. Well, I was a St George supporter, so, so growing up there, and uh, yeah, you had the Craig Youngs, and mm. you know, that, that era through, through that were, were very, very strong. I know they named their, their team of the century um, just this week, actually. So, yeah, that, but you can't also go past that Parramatta, as TC was saying, when you had Sterling and Crone and Grove. Yeah, they, they were unbelievable, and the battles that they had with the Bulldogs through that, through that era was, was unbelievable. Well, they dominated. Uh, Bulldogs win in 1980, 84, 85, 88. Parramatta win 81, 82, 82, 82, 82, 82, 82, 82, 82, 82, 82, 82, 82, 82, 82, I love the you know the likes of Blocker Roach, Benny Elias, Steve. Uh, sorry, Wayne Pierce was probably my favourite player. Um, you know, Kerry Hamsley, uh, Neil Brooks, Mick Neal, um, those players from the you know. And then you yeah. look at you know the late eighties, looking at that Canberra side, you know, with the likes of Daly, Ricky Stewart, Brad <laughs> Clyde, you know, Mal Meninga. It was Ruben Wicky. Like yeah. it was just. 
I, I remember, like, we played down there in 93, I think it was, at Parramatta. We lost 68 nil to a Canberra Raiders side, which was just... And I'll tell you now, we were lucky to get within 68 points. Yeah. <laughs> it was very, very yeah, lucky. Yeah. Uh, for me, my favourite player of all time, uh, you guys probably know, the great Terry Lamb. Yep. Yep. Uh, Fox Sports did a special the other day, TC, where they showed Blocker, they showed Terry Lamb, and Barr said... He said he would pick up his mum on the way to the game, and I think he had a salmon sandwich uh, prepared by his mum. But uh, if I'm talking great players from yesteryear, because I grew up in Queensland, like, yeah, I'd watch a lot of that Brisbane competition. So the Brisbane team, I think they won the Amco Cup. Mm-hmm. And so there's players like Chris Close and Gene Miles and, of course, Mal- a young Mal Meninga. Yep. Don't forget the king. Uh, you know, yeah. one, of, one of the greatest of all time, Wally Lewis. So you're watching some of those great Queenslanders in action and hoping they can get the job done against the New South Welshmen. So, yeah, a great celebration. You know what? It's an era we look back on so fondly, like, you know, those 80s and, you know, the early 90s. And, and you know, I was fortunate enough. I'd started my career in the early 90s, 92. But to have played with and against some of those great players, I look back and go, you know what? I'm very fortunate to have played in that era where, you know, you pinch yourself every day and go, the likes of, you know, Alfie Langer and Brad Fiddler and, you know, you just keep rattling off names. When you have a look at it, it's just how much the game's changed. And, and, and some watching the highlights, you see someone like Phil Blake, the year he had, and some of the things that he used to do just off the cup, you just can't do that now. Yeah. You can't, everything is so structured now that you can't you can't afford to turn the ball over on the halfway line because, because you've done a chip and chase that yeah. if it doesn't come off. But yeah, back yeah. then... Back then, give it a go. Give it a go, yeah. It was yeah. And I don't know if you know, TC, but uh, Butte's got a bit of TV time last week. West Tigers had a, a Legends Day, and Michael Butner, who laced them up twice, I think, for the West Tigers, you get a bit of TV time alongside Benji Marshall. Well, the thing about it is, mate, uh, <laughs> I, I was actually asking him how the hell he managed to secure a five-year contract without any coaching experience, Clarkie, and you'd be going absolutely <laughs> flabbergasted as to how that happened. Yeah, I did, I did see the TV, Tommy. I've got to say, he's... Uh, look, I, I think he'll be great for the club. I think he's got a lot to learn. Um, and he's certainly taken it on the role seriously. And um, But I have no doubt that, you know, he's had to give up his media commitments, which, you know, is a clear indication to me that, A, he's taking the job seriously, B... Um, the club are playing, paying him well. Um, but like I said, I, I said, you walk in with a balaclava over your head because surely there is no way anybody's given anybody a contract for yeah, five years yeah. with no experience. Well, you know, boys, uh, Dan Ryan came on our show, the coach of the West Coast Fever. And this week I spoke to him on my podcast, and it'll come out in the next couple of days. But TC, I reckon it's a blueprint for any young coach coming through. So Dan Ryan, let me refresh your memory. He lost 27 games in a row at the Adelaide Thunderbirds. Now, when he lost his job there, not surprisingly, a lot of people said he was a scapegoat. So, Nepal, South Australia, not putting enough money into the program. So, they're outclassed from the word go. They've got no high performance structure whatsoever. And he loses his job. He actually says on the podcast that this is not what he signed up for. There's so much external pressure. And he said every week he's putting out spot fires. Goes to the UK for two years. Does well over there. But he uses his own money to keep funding his own coaching career, TC. Then after an exhaustive interview process, this is the difference between the two franchises, the interview process goes for six months. And he lands the job at West Coast Fever. And he's surrounded by people that are going to help him every step of the way, which 
he didn't feel like he was getting that support when he was in South Australia. So I think, TC, no one knows that more than you as a premiership winning coach. Oh, I'd come to that. Exactly. That'll be a very interesting um, chat. I'll look forward to listening to that survey. But the thing is there, it comes back to the, to the great, the late, great Chad Gibson, didn't it? You know, it all starts in the front office. And, uh, and it, it, not a truer word has been spoken about, a, you know, sporting franchises. And that speaks a lot about the professionalism of the fever. Actually, to go through that process, then also take take a punt on a, on a coach who had a, an average coaching record in the same league. He's gone and tried to improve himself, but they still you know, went through, looked past that and saw in him as a coach with the right people around him, and they get the results. Now, a lot of franchises that aren't that professional, they would have just said, looked at, looked at the 27 losing games, mate, you can't coach. Yeah. But, but full credit to them. Yeah, and not only do they pick the right coach, but they win for the first time in their history. Yeah. 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 So... And there's a couple of factors. He had Sue Gordian around him, but he also had Janiel Fowler, who's statistically the greatest goal shooter the game has ever seen and will play for Jamaica at the Commonwealth Games. TC, we're hearing whispers via the guru. The guru, you know how well connected he is, that all local rugby league might be off. Is that correct, guru? Yep, they uh, called all local senior rugby league was called off last night. So unfortunately, the weather wins again. And I would imagine that those games, TC, won't be replayed. We're just running out of weekends. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Gaz there, uh, I'm sure, spoke to Keith Andre during the week, and unfortunately that's what they're going to have to do, just abandon the round, and, um, you know, it is what it is. As you said, the weather wins again. Mate, if it, if, it wasn't for, if it wasn't COVID, now it's the weather, and it's been a tough two, three years for, for local sports, And uh, but I admire their resilience and their ability just to hang in there, and hopefully we can get out on the fields at some stage. Yeah, TC, you did send me a text saying that the entrance Tigers... They're really up against it to make the finals this year. Yeah, they're uh, an amazing um, situation, Steve. With uh, and, and uh, the uh, Central Coast Rugby League have reverted to a top four, uh, mm. uh, you know, minor major semi-final this year, not a top five. But, um, the Tigers are currently uh, two games in arrears of, of the Terrigal Sharks, so uh, with only three to go, and I think after today, it's probably only two to go, actually. So, uh, um, you know, it's... Uh, it's, it's quite incredible that a, that a club of that strength, um, you know, won't make the, the playoffs in local footy. And, uh, TC, did I hear during the week that Mitch Williams, did he play his 250th for the mighty Wyong Roos? Uh, yeah, I think he did. I'm, I'm not sure, but yeah. I think uh, he did. So, so every, everyone here is not a... Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's an incredible achievement. Yeah, yeah, outstanding effort. Mate, I, I do want to go back to the NRL. And, you know, before the break, we touched on uh, Manly versus uh, the Dragons. Um, I, I've got to say, a very disappointing performance from Manly, considering where they're positioned on the table. Um, uh, but when you look at what the Dragons did and their ability to turn around uh, their disappointment from last week, uh, a solid effort from them. That 8th, ninth, 10th position, uh, probably 7th through to 10th, maybe even 11th, 12th spot, it's going to be extremely tight. And again, Clarky, we touched earlier on about the consistency level. Uh, a lot of these teams here really need to really focus on that part of their game because uh, it could mean the difference between making the, the semifinals or not. Yeah, huge, uh, huge result for the Eagles last night. We're going to battle, Michael, when you take Jake here, Lachlan Croker, Andrew Davey. You know, it's, uh, they're, they're, it's the heart and soul of the, of the Sea Eagles. So, um, and as we, as we spoke about before, Ben Hunt has kicked them to death. You know, so um, the Dragons um, certainly kept their faint um, uh, final hope alive. 
I think next week Michael Roos to Sea Eagles is a, is a you know, semi-final five weeks early. I think the winner of that will probably sneak into eight or seven. Um, and the yeah. losers um, you know, can start preparing for 23. Yeah, TC, thank you so much. We really appreciate your time this morning. Uh, been a pleasure having you on the show. And we've just got one minute here, but Danica Clark Gala Ball is coming up next month. It's the best night of the year, the 13th, and a real celebration of Central Coast sport. Yeah, it is. We're back after a couple of years off and uh, really can't wait till August the 13th. Anyone that hasn't got a ticket yet, go to DCF. Uh, at, at uh, the dinner at DCF and, uh, and get your tickets because it's um, they're selling really well and as we know it's the night of nights for Central Coast Sport and uh, I can't wait to get there Yeah, beautiful, thanks TC uh, we'll talk to you again next week, thanks for your time Good on you boys, thanks very much